Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. Uh, I'm your host, Travis Bryant. Joining me, ASAP, or actually as soon as I hit this button, will be Cameron Hawkins, co-host extraordinaire, uh, the titan of Twitch, uh, the, 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 the Twitter, uh, what's the T word, the provocateur kind of, the, the, the Twitter talk shitter. <laughs> Cam will be on in a minute. In the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all this, uh, all the pertinent contact information. This here is an interactive show, so please reach out to us in one or all of the following ways. Uh, if you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways of going about that. First way, hit us up, give us a call, and uh, Cam and I will talk to you live on air uh, tonight. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines live at 347-202-0103. Again, give us a call and talk to us live at 347-202-0103. If you do want to have your voice heard on the show but you can't call us live for various reasons of life and uh, children's and responsibilities, uh, we won't hold that against you, at least not not so uh, strongly. Uh, you can drop us a voicemail. The voicemail gives you three unadulterated minutes to uh, ask your questions, pose your comments, rant, rave, spout your conspiracy theories, your insider news. Uh, voicemail can be reached at 415-787-5229. Again, drop us a voicemail at 415-787-5229. If you... Um, if you can't call us or you don't, you're ashamed of your voice for for some various reason. Uh, uh, eight four five Huntington Valley. I'm starting to think, you know, a decade of uh, <laughs> of of being first in line every week, but 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 never putting his hand up or uh, putting their hand up. I, I don't know who they are. Uh, maybe maybe uh, I shouldn't say this, but maybe they got the cane voice box thing. They don't want to call in. All right, see, already starting. Uh, if you don't, if you don't want to have your voice heard, you can drop us drop us an email. Uh, the email can be found at uh, East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Again, that's East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Let us know um, in the subject of your email which segment VIP or non VIP. Uh, so if you want a question from Cam and I answered or a question for for rich and myself in vip uh let us know which segment so we get it on in the right segment again that's east coast audio show at gmail.com mailbag it's always open it's constantly being refreshed so email us anytime during the week or even during the show we'll see it uh, you can find us on twitter find the show at east coast cast twitter.com slash east coast cast find my personal twitter at trav lord 
And you can find Cam at Seahawk, at C-E-E Hawk. And speaking of C-E-E Hawk, you can also find Cam on Twitch. Join in on the conversation. Get your opinions and things reacted to in real time. Join in the fun at twitch.tv slash Seahawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch, East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or <clears throat> PWTorch, and you will see us among the family of Torch pages. So please give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals, and it spread the word that way. Y'all know how it works by now. All right. Without... Uh, further interruption. Cameron Hawkins, welcome to the show. It's nice to be on the show. I literally put the headset on like I'm listening through the headset. No, it's just for show. It just feels good to have on. Um, yeah. I mean, you don't even I'm, really I'm, have them on. It's like the, the, the sideways hat version of your headphones. Yeah. Yeah, they just Terrific. exist. Nah, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out here existing in the world in this space. Somebody called me stupid. What did I do? I just had a. You said no. There was you talking about the uh, the cane voice box protracted <laughs> intro. That's all. <laughs> Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. That's uh, that. For real. For real. The, the fact that uh, eight four five hangs on the line and listens to us that way in that format every week with I, I don't know without fail but consistently for you know. Eight, ten, twelve years. I don't know if he's been there. They've been there from the beginning, but goddamn, they've been a part of this show in you know (laughs) so many. You rock in one way, but an important way, and that's being a loyal listener. So thank you, Uh, even though I give you shit a couple times a year. Um, But um, yeah, I'm I'm lost in the sauce on the on the wrestling stuff, especially TV. Happening storyline particulars matches. Uh, I did not prepare well. I had, a, <laughs> I was I was kind of doing other podcast responsibilities when I should have been doing uh, doing stuff for the one that you know gets the attention and look at you existing. Is, is, is hey. it from all them all them weird uh, nerdy books you be listening to? Yes, one in particular, but yes. Yeah. Yeah, fucking the, the, the dragons of Eldermain book mm-hmm. six, the yeah. fucking the torch of the last monk of the treehouse. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck. This, this yeah, is just I I feel attacked and seen at the same time. That is like ten point. <laughs> like you just that's probably how they pick their uh, pick their titles. Like um yeah. yeah, they just start looking at nature. So. So again, I'm out of the loop somewhat this week on the on the TV details in particulars. Uh, but you had some things that you wanted yeah. to it talk was, about um, specifically. It's funny that I think I do have some I kind of reached out this morning and I was like, "Yo, do we like have a show?" You were like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay." So mm-hmm. I, you know, kind of jumped in and was like. These are the things I'm thinking about right now, right? So I know you said you haven't watched TV in the last week, but so let's talk about Cody first. Um, Cody Rhodes is the top baby face in WWE. Like, he really is. 
Um, he's, you know, in a program with Seth. He's beaten Miz. He's beaten KO. He's beaten Seth, um, who are, you know, three of, like, always kind of hovering around that top spot on Raw. But I think you could say, like, outside of, not even outside of, because really there is no singles champion that's consistently on Raw, right? Like, Roman, even though he's the, you know, undisputed champion, he typically operates on SmackDown, right? So, yeah, the top program on Raw is either the tag titles, which they are, and I want to talk about that that too, the tag Mm -hmm. titles, um, which, you know, they give a lot of TV time right now, or it's what's going on with Seth and Cody trying to have, you know, trying to operate the top spot on Raw as non-champions, you know. Without the, yeah, without um, a, a major championship involved. He's you know? been good, man. He's been good. He's been getting a good reaction. Um, you know, the matches have been have been good. And, and you know, the, every day that goes by, every time he's on TV, the more and more you're like, yo, he, you know, he was good in AEW. You know, it was a great mm-hmm. opportunity for him. He's made some great opportunities, like, for people. But, like, WWE is his wheelhouse. It's absolutely his lane. Like his style of matches, his style of promo, they absolutely fit, you know, what WWE brings. And, and yeah, he's, they, they, they've cheered him at every turn, even when like he didn't necessarily hit every note on a promo. Um, the energy is great for him. They react to all his moves. Like, yeah, <laughs> Cody is being treated like a really, really big deal. And he's established that his goal is to win the title that his father never won. And you don't, Vince being who he is, um, having the, not even appreciation for history, but an understanding of it and a willingness to use it, you don't feel like that's going to have him relegated to the mid-card. Like, they seem to be telling a very specific, very uh, direction, very direction-driven story, you know? And he's been good so far. So, um, you know, you expect him to, I expect him to beat Seth at Backlash and uh, and continue on the path. Now, specifically... On his promos or or interviews, has he done a traditional interview where backstage interviewer talks to him with the mic and asks various questions? I haven't seen that yet. No, just the in ring one by himself. Him. It's been and all the Seth talking to him, and then it's been him solo and all that. Yeah. Okay, so based on those talking segments and interactions, are they? being received well, do you think they're doing well because he has the WWE filter on him now that he's not just going out there and can't say just any old thing? Not any old thing, but there might be somebody that says, yeah, you know what, that might be too much or not the tone we want or you want. Yeah, well, this is what I think it is. So, like, where are you on, I don't know, it's been a minute, where are you on L.A. Knight? Yeah, it has been a minute since I paid attention. Um, same place I was probably a year ago. Like he's he's decent. It's just uh, too bad he wasn't around twenty five years ago for him to really. So that's kind of my point. That's make kind some of my money. Point. So his promos are very nineteen ninety eight. Like his cadence, his tone, his inflection. Like those are all like super attitude era, right? But they eat it up. 
that crowd absolutely eats it up. Whereas I think Cody's promos are like <clears throat> 1987, right? Hmm. Um, and I don't mean that as a dig. I just think mm-hmm. it's it's something that has always kind of existed in WCW, in you know WWF, as it were. And I think that you know, I mean, it's what his dad did. Like, like why why beat around the bush, right? It's what his dad did. Yeah. And I think that Dusty was never played out unless they were treating him poorly and creative. You know what I mean? Like, he always got a reaction to, to the way that he said things and the things that he well, said. Well, even when he was getting played out by creative, he made that work. In he made it work, for sure, for he sure. He got over and, and I think yeah. that it just happened to be stupid gimmicks. Even though AEW is, independent on who you ask, AEW is supposed to be a throwback that appreciates what wrestling was from yesteryear, but also incorporates all these new things, new moves, you know, all that. But I, I think that Cody's promo style is not a promo style. Like they love the, you know, Freebirds and Vaughn Eriks, and they got Arn and Tully running around. Like they love all that stuff nostalgia-wise, but they don't necessarily want their people to talk talk like that and act like that. Like FTR is kind of a different unique thing, but it's not the aesthetic that they're going for. I think this is way more, you know, what he is. Like, Trav, what do we always talk about? My When did I say Cody was going to be that man? At the Hall of Fame. Before he was oh, even yeah, signed. Oh, yeah, 2013, 2012, whenever yeah, it was. before yeah. he was even signed. I was like, the way that he talks is going to hit. You know, and, and, it, and it has. And I think that what Cody needed, like – you remember, I don't, you weren't living here yet, but like I told you I went to a house show. Uh, there was like a SmackDown house show or something, and Cody was on there, and it was like after he had just lost the mask, but Cody was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be, you know, world heavyweight champion or that, and everybody went crazy, and I was like, oh, Cody's like on that path. But they soured on him for whatever reason, but it's literally like Cody went out and made himself a bigger deal, and I don't think he's doing a whole lot different than what he was doing before other than talking more mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and holding himself to uh, he's holding himself. He has to back the the claims and the the, the swag up some way. So he has mm-hmm. to carry himself like yeah. like he's in the main event or, or like he'll yeah. be there soon and and, not, and mean it and not be like phony with it. And and it's worked more times than it hasn't. I mean that's why he's yeah, been able to like, work himself in six not, years to you know, career-defining deal, career-defining yeah. push, career-defining contract, uh, however you want to label it. So, yeah, he's the done all the things pro wrestlers to. should do, <laughs> for real, for real. Yeah, like the similar trajectory, I think, would be AJ and Finn, in that I was a big deal outside of here, but very recognizable to a smart audience. And now I'm here, and as long as I do what I do, it's going to put me in a good position. You know? Um, I think he's, you know, Cody is certainly not the level of performer in the ring that Finn and AJ are, but he's, you know, for reasons, he's a better promo to his boss than Finn is, and probably than AJ is, you know? Um, And that can be sold. And, you know, I, I always make the joke, not joke about Vince McMahon wanting the, you know, black all-American superstar. And I think he found it in Bianca and later 
you know, in Lashley, I think Big E still has a chance to be that. But Cody is like, he's a white American superstar. And Vince loves that. <laughs> he loves that shit. And yeah. when you really think about it, like John Cena, I'd say John Cena and Randy Orton are kind of that. But Randy was never super convincing as a face. Um, yeah, even John though people Cena would cheer him. Like, is that. Yeah. You said who? You said Cena is? Sir, John Cena, yeah, certainly Oh, yeah, yeah. But I also think that Cena's like, Cena's that without you telling us that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't talk about Cena playing college football, even though we know, like, that it happened and they told us. You know what I mean? Like, he's not touted in a way. And, again, he didn't play, like, big-time college sports. But it's not like the way they talk about it with Bianca. You know what I mean? Like, John Cena is John Cena, a character that is a little bit different. But Cody is very much like, you know – Uncle Sam, Yankee Doodle Dandy guy who <laughs> loves wrestling with a passion and it's everything to him. And they literally, at the beginning of his music, I don't know if you heard it the first time, but his music literally opens up with there's more than one royal family in wrestling. Oh, that's, I didn't understand where that term came from. I just saw it like kind of just in the zeitgeist and it's around and posted places. And I didn't understand. Isn't it what that meant. It's literally like, I mean, he's a face, but it's literally like a a comment or a commentary on the McMahon family. You know, like... But it's also, it to me, kind of rings hollow. Like, like I guess you had to count uh, Dustin. Uh, Dust it, yeah. How but do you feel about Dustin? Nobody thinks he's a road in, as a yeah. dynastic wrestling family like they're a named wrestling family for sure yeah but they don't but have like, generate i don't know i just i don't think do you okay you no know, because i agree because like i wouldn't say the ortons are this ro- they ro- have more they, they three generations of them and they all did yeah, relatively well that's what i'm saying i, I wouldn't say that they, they are the last i would say they're you know <laughs> three you know a granddaddy and a daddy and a son who all did the the same job each yeah. to better, you know, better degrees as it went on. But I wouldn't say like yeah. they're a royal. Nobody says the Orton family and right, out, like, right. I'd probably like, think of the same like, thing if they said it. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You exactly. Know, three exactly. generations right. of dudes. Who, <laughs> I mean, who would you have? Like, I'd say the Von. Well, Erich, you got Carreros, Von Erichs, obviously the Carreros. Fans, but that's just I come an actual wrestling family. So even though there's only technically. Two of them at a high level. Would you say and the, the Grams royalty? I, they, I that's the same category as Dusty and Cody. Like it's just yeah. two of y'all that I, are just I, successful pro wrestlers on various levels. Y'all got to fill out. Got to be a bunch of y'all, and y'all got to be very successful. And y'all have to at least mm. have some kind of promoting thing in there, like the Guerreros and the Von Erics and the Grams and the McMahon, obviously. But if you want to suggest yeah. the wrestling talent. So yeah, yeah. Until Ric Flair and Charlotte, like, and of course, school and of course, like these the Samoans, <laughs> like you know, they're for sure. That's what I thought it was a play on, not Vince and them. I thought no, when I was I, saw it in the in the, around, like there's no one. On, I thought is this a Roman Reigns thing? Is this a Samoan versus the Hearts thing? I didn't know. I just saw it in various wrestling contexts and didn't know exactly what it meant. Yeah, that's very weird. Now that I know, it would have been better if it yeah, was. Yeah. Roman Reigns. They are. Yeah, so there's, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, and again, none of this is shade, like, 
I'm a fan of Dusty. I'm a fan of Dustin. I'm a fan of Cody. It's just not, you know, I don't know if they would meet the criteria that you set other than yeah. there being three of them that did the job very well. You know, so, yeah, but whatever. But, yeah, I think it's absolutely a play on the fact that they haven't gotten their just due. Because I, I think, now nah, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I know y'all know in the chat because y'all, like, really be listening to white songs and the lyrics. Um, was that uh, is that portion of the song was that used in AEW for Cody? Um, and somebody will let us know in the chat. I'm sure. Because it is it's the same music, but I don't. If they had the op- that same opening, yeah. Yeah, they're not look. They're not pretentious enough to do that. Bless them, like for not doing it. But yeah, I don't think they're pretentious enough to uh, to toss that at the beginning. WWE kind of has the handle on, let's say, words at the beginning of songs. Um, let's see what else. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that he's yeah the intro like where he literally says, uh, "There's you know there's more than one royal family in wrestling." Is what I'm asking, uh, King Luster. Uh, the best all, add-on intro is when <laughs> Hollywood Rock when he would just say, "It's cooking," <laughs> and then went away after you know he he wasn't. Yo, Travis in the chat. Uh, Colt Six asked, "How many members of the Samoan family are are wrestlers?" Dog, <laughs> dog. Okay, so you got, <coughs> and you 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 correct me when we when we like miss Trav, but like there's oh. High Chief Peter Maivia, and then there's Alpha and Sika. Even though even then, if Mom did pr- promote it, yeah, Mom's a promoter. Uh. I mean, was I don't know if Rock's grandma was a promoter, but his mom was a promoter. Or right? maybe that's maybe I have maybe it was the grandma that promoted, and the mom was it just the be. wife of. Yeah, a yeah, wrestler. I think it was the grandma promoted. So then yeah. you got you got Arthur and Sika. So from and you got Rikishi, and you got Umaga, and you got uh, obviously the Usos. Usos, Roman. Roman. T- they throw Tamina and Jimmy Snooker kind of in there. Uh, mm. You got Solo in the cut now. Um, you got there's somebody. You got whoever that just that we just never saw that was in WXW. At yeah, we didn't, didn't cook. You just yeah, never. You got made uh, it on the. I think I said Rikishi. Yeah. Um, you got uh, yeah, like Rock's daughter is training. Apparently, like she's working through like some injury stuff. You got yeah, you got and we're just missing mad people probably from the eighties and nineties that just never oh Yoko yeah, and then everybody who didn't like, cook uh isn't he part of that in some like cousin offshoot way and then you got Samoa Joe out there not related to nobody like he's the only Samoan that's that don't yeah, he's from no that lineage that. <laughs> he's from the other the side of the stream Roman call him off brand all what didn't he call him off brand wow didn't Roman call him that wow. Well, let me say this, though, real quick, Trav, to, to change speed for a second. King Luster is in the chat. King Luster is the nastiest dude in the history of the world, Trav. He's the guy who had to sign at, uh, at NXT a couple of weeks ago during the last uh, Nikita match that said Suplex is Texas. Oh, my God. Very nasty. It's a very nasty man. Those have gotten out of hand, by the way. I love that. Shout out to Steve. Like, <laughs> wait, we got... Steve, we got Kylan in the in the hitting me up saying it was it was used in the AEW, but then somebody in the chat, Colt, no, uh, King Luster, who you just talked about, said it was just no, no, it was intro. a. He didn't say 
Oh, no, yeah, yeah. It was just a dragged okay. out operation yeah, then blends into Kingdom. So, I don't know. Kylan do be having some dubious sources, so. Nah, Kylan be lying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I probably... Nah, that's my dog. Um, but no, uh, so yeah, I think like his trajectory is really cool. I don't think they have the patience to drag it out until no way he doesn't have a title shot by SummerSlam. I think SummerSlam is when it happens, right? I think you can have Cody in the Money in the Bank match and not win it, but still get a title match at SummerSlam. Um, Or, hell, you can have him win it and then call his shot at SummerSlam, saying I'm not going to sneak up on you. I'm going to earn it the right way. But, um, yeah, I think in a calendar year, Cody will have had his first WWE title. Okay, so what's happening with the actual title? Have they... I haven't seen any so pictures or anything. Thing. So Roman, I don't know if actually no, Roman's not hurt. And the reason I say he's not hurt, he has literally been wrestling at house shows, and so he's not hurt. Even with um, his arm or shoulder or whatever. Yeah, apparently he's okay. And like, okay. he's been at house shows like after the match, he literally told people, "Please don't record this, but I want to tell y'all how much I appreciate you." And of course they recorded because course. people are people and posted yeah. on the internet like guys, like play along a little bit, right? Um, but yeah, he's been wrestling at the house shows. So what's going on is, um, he came out the Monday after WrestleMania, talked about winning and said, I'm gonna let y'all know my plans on Friday. On Friday, he said, we need all the gold. And so Jimmy and Jay, I need y'all to go to raw and win those tag team titles. And so at WrestleMania backlash, we are getting, uh, the Usos and RK bro for the titles. Okay. Uh, so with the main titles, um, the ones that Roman holds, I just don't see Cody. I, man, if Cody Rhodes is the person to beat Roman Reigns, I w- it would just feel – I'd feel some kind of way. But if they I mean, split it off and he went, I don't – you know, y'all can have this back. I'm done yeah. with it. I made my point. But again, like I said a month ago, he can't do it in a disrespectful way. Um, he said, yo, Colt said we forgot about Nia Jax. No, we just don't talk about Nia Jax. <laughs> I, I mean, we didn't forget. We just I mean, don't I talk did, about but she's Nia. still there. I mean, I'm kidding. She, she happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I don't know. He's getting the best babyface reaction in the company. Now, is that a condition of him being back and him being new and him getting fireworks every week for sure. Oh yeah. Lady top. Yo, sure. why does that it's name, was that like, in, she on TNA or something? Back in She's the... TNA. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember yeah, her so, being around for any length yeah. of time. Let's see where he is in a month. Um, I think if the reaction is so good, it bodes well for him, but Outside of Lashley, who is now a face, because MVP mm-hmm. turned on him and joined Omos. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, that's their top two faces. You know, Finn lost the U.S. title to Theory clean Theory. on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, outside of that. Uh, and, did you see the meme? Did, real quick, did you see the meme? It was so spot on of Austin Theory taking a picture, the selfie with Vince while he's holding up the, you know, the title he just won. And it said, Austin Theory's face looks like a fiend mask that got rejected. And it's just like, yo, what the fuck? How is this man's smi- how is this man's smile, you know, 
13 and a half inches wide. Like, goddamn, that is. It's super interesting that like, and this is, and this is like, I want to be clear with my words here. It's really interesting that someone who I don't think is like traditionally photogenic. And again, Austin Theory is in great shape. You know what I mean? Like he's all muscular, all that. But like he's one of those people, and and you know I get caught off guard like this sometimes. Who if, if they don't fix their face exactly like they're supposed to, their pictures come out crazy. Yeah, you know, like and it just happens to some people. So it's interesting that his gimmick is selfies, because like a selfie too is like <laughs> yeah. I hate selfies. Like yeah. my I mean, you're in complete boy. control though of the selfie. You can fix your face any way you want, and you know. Somebody said I heard Austin Theory was suspect. I heard it too. I heard it too. Um, yeah, trust me, we've we've been down that winding road. Um, but you know, they 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 seem to have big plans for him. Like Trav, he had a heel locker room celebration. Like the heel locker room came out and lifted him on their shoulders. <laughs> and of course, it's because you know he's Vince's boy. Because Vince yeah. came out at the end. But yeah, yeah. You say he's the true nasty man. I, I hear you. Um, but yeah, yeah. He, um, they seem to be like behind him. But like, you know, I don't think Finn, uh, Finn had his run with Roman. Um, you know, lost to, what, bad carpentry? You know, um, he, his time was his time. I don't think he's going to jump up there. So yeah, Cody, I mean, there aren't really a bunch of options. Like, you know who Roman's going to, face next for the title, Shinsuke. Really? Yeah. Have you seen uh, – I know you didn't see when Shinsuke came out uh, last week, I think, and, like, kind of challenged Roman? No. Didn't even hear about Shinsuke it. Shinsuke basically has uh, – what was his name? Remember the Flash villain from, like, three seasons ago – uh, he's not like the villain. He's not the adversary. But whatever Salvat- they call Savitar. No, 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 not Savitar. But the guy in the black costume with the uh, with the yellow and red like lightning bolt. Fuck if I know. Don't make me think. You remember who I'm talking about? No, not the one that had the wife with him that was trying to control shit. No, 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 no. Um, let's see. I got. I got to find it. Let's see. Flash TV villains. It's the one that like, what was beating Wally's ass. Um, let me see. The Thinker, Weather Wizard, Godspeed. It's really the other speedster. Damn. I'm gonna. This is upsetting. This is upsetting. You said Flash, not uh, yellow. Yeah. Inverted Flash colors. That was uh. What's his face? Kata, come on. Somebody knows. The rival. Oh, the one know. that was whooping uh, who? The rival. Thank you, King. The King right. Lester. Not Zoom. Oh. I yeah, known. that's what I was thinking about. Zoom. When, um, he, whew, when he put, he put uh, 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 Flash through. Um, yeah, Zoom had him in the fucking Get that man the business. God damn, that was. But no, I remember yeah, the talking rival. about that afterwards, recording the Flash podcast we did, and it's just like, yo, he. Yeah. Oh, beat wait. that man in ass for eight straight minutes on television. <laughs> but okay. I'm I don't remember the rival. Oh, I still hear you. So. Okay. 
Okay. The yeah, rival, yeah, I was gone. I must have stopped watching before the rival showed up. Yeah, look, I'm putting it on screen right now. Literally, this is what Shinsuke's outfit looks like now. Shit kind of fire. Did they at least storyline wise give him like a re like a this motherfucker? Legit? I don't even think he showed back up. Like I forget what happened to him. Oh damn! But you know, no, what? I mean They're Shinsuke. Kind of doing... Did they give oh, him at least some kind I of legitimacy? He to... was like, "Yo, what's up?" You know. God damn! This should have been. He should have yeah, always been to... the guy, a guy that could. You're not gonna win it, but shit, we need main event. Look at jump into the quality. main event for sure. Main Again, event, they, yeah. they missed on him in New Orleans. That was a that WrestleMania 34 was a series of disappointments. <laughs> it really was. Like Shinsuke should have beat AJ. Uh, Oscar should have beat Charlotte. Roman should have beat Brock. Like it was a series of disappointments. I think Miz beat like Seth and Balor. That was dope. Um, but yeah. Oh, Lady Top is the Barbarian's niece. Ah, okay. Yeah, we didn't even talk about Ming and them. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of them. Tamatonga, all of them. Um, but yeah, yeah. Can you? Uh, you can hear me, Trav? Yeah, you could. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so um, moving right along. Um, they did do something funny on Monday where uh, a week ago Sonya announced that she's Bianca's next opponent and jumped Bianca. And then, you know, Sonya has that thing where when I'm wearing this suit, you can't attack me. And Bianca kind of attacked her some. And then she was like, it's going to be a fire. You're going to be in trouble. And then uh, she went up to Adam Pierce. And Sonya did. She was like, I know you're going to take care of this. And he's like, I am going to take care of it. And then Bianca walks up. He's like, Bianca, you're going to have to pay your fine. And they literally did the trading places where she gave him $1. <laughs> so Adam Pierce has... I've I, I seen the last few uh, uh, conflicts. He's been like not the you know the babyface authority figure of the of the pair, thwarting mm. either thwarting Sonya straight up or you know kind of being a thorn in her side, not letting her get away with everything. Uh, has that been explained? I haven't followed that particular storyline beyond uh, Naomi finally you know getting from underneath. Underneath yeah. her. Yeah. They've been fun. Um, you know, uh Liv and Raya broke up after Bianca and Naomi beat them. And uh They just I got together. They, yeah, but I think that was to, to make the WrestleMania thing happen. Um I think Raya's gonna be a heel. I said they should her and Bianca shouldn't lose between now and Mania and finally make that happen. Uh but you know, we'll see. Um, I would not mind I think, that. I think that that would be yeah, uh, like from from a worthy even though you know main event start level. There, that's yeah. as close to Rock and Austin as they'll get. And I and I mean that from a standpoint of like actual contemporaries who kinda were doing this thing at the same time, who the crowd's very much behind, who had success outside of one another. You've already had them as the last two in a Royal Rumble. Like you the parallels are there. You need to go ahead and make that happen on the biggest stage, but you know that that would mean if if that I don't necessarily agree because of I don't know if Rhea holds up uh, on her end, and that's I think a lot of that is because of how she's been used and the creative around her. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would if we were to 
come back to this in a year or, you know, 11 months, you know, before WrestleMania next year and see what kind of year Rhea Ripley's had since. And then maybe like, okay, I could start buying into that comparison because she's had success as, as they, as you do when you're put in that position, but she's not, you know, there's a difference between being, you know, superstar and a superstar. So For sure. I think, and again, I think the thing you got to do, you got to have her bust ass the rest of the year. You have yeah. her whoop you. Not even, have yeah, but you got to have her in compelling shit along the way while she's winning. For sure. Uh, and then she's got to, where she's just always kind of lost it with me uh, outside of the initial Oh, look, I love Rhea Ripley, 2017 May, May Young Classic, you know, kind of like, oh, wow, look at her. She's big and pretty and can wrestle a little bit. Uh, she's just too uh, WWE, you know, following the, uh, you know, just at the same complaints I had a year ago when their music plays, when she's coming out to mm. save somebody and she fucking poses, you know. But then, you know, Jeff Hardy did the same shit three weeks, four weeks ago, so. At least she's not the only one that just yeah. Like, you like if you're in the fight, if your homie's getting whooped, you ain't gonna fucking stop to gawk at the fucking. Now I'm a seawall first. People on the street watching watching the fight, you're not gonna be like, yeah, here I come, watch this. You're just gonna run down C-Walk there and help your man. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that will be interesting where we are a year from now with uh, respects to Ray Ripley and and Bianca as. Uh, as a rivalry. So, um, Jade's baddie section, that's, that's getting over. That's a thing that's because of the strength of her personality and her reach social media wise. She's just made it a thing. Like now, but you know what happened? It literally happened the week after we were at the show. So is she saying we got ugly hoes? Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She's. She'd be wrong, but you know, she's probably like, so yeah, funny, let's wait till we um, not in Texas. <laughs> okay. So, uh, do you remember the the fair skinned young lady I was with in Dallas? Remember that picture ish? Sure. Okay. So uh, last week they were in Garland, a suburb of Dallas, and. She was like, uh, you know, Jay was like, oh, where are my baddies in Dallas at? Um, you know, shout them out, this and that. So I put, uh, I added her. I was like, yo, Sarah, uh, you need to go to wrestling this week or whatever, right? And so, like, she tweeted back, and then she DM'd me, like, uh, an hour later. She was like, yo, like, is this for real? I was like, yeah, what you mean? She was like, no, Jade literally DM'd me and asked me to come to the show. And I was like, oh, shit, that's super dope. <laughs> wow. So, like. Jade is, um, but Jade tweeted out. This is why I wanted to bring it up. Jade and, and Sarah, you, you seen Sarah? Yes, sir. I get it. Um, Jade tweeted out that a lot of these girls y'all are acting in the for the baddie section don't look that good in person. I was like, oh shit. <gasps> and, and people were like actually like mad. And I'm like, guys, I okay. So Jade literally was like. This is what she said first. She was like, yo, being a baddie ain't about how you look. It's about how you carry yourself, right? Which is, to me, Jade, the person talking. 
Jade also is still very much a heel. So days <laughs> later, she says that, right? And like, um, I, I know um, a couple of my friends who work for Impact were, uh, we're in a group chat together uh-huh. and they were like, yo, like, this is, does she, like, is she heel? Is she face? Like, does she know how this is going to be? I was like, no, guys, like, I'm telling you. And I just, it's what I just told you about what she actually does, like, with the baddie stuff. And they were like, yo, there's no way people would know that, though. Like, yeah, you either got to be, you know, you know, it's gotta be one social media, you know, mm-hmm. look, you know, kind of friendly or fucking MJF, like where you're the whole thing when she started doing it in the beginning, I thought, wow, this is interesting for a mm-hmm. heel to do. And I thought it was just going to be pretty bitches and fire ass outfits that are completely out of place in the sweaty ass wrestling, you know, crowd. And then it's like, oh no, it's and I see like, no, we're inclusive and we like, you know, BB dubs and, you know, men and yeah. trans, if you show up, you're a baddie and it's about how you feel. And I was initially confused, like, oh, it's not just gonna be <laughs> you know, like the baddest bitches in the in the town yeah. in the city or whatever. And it is a bit odd and you know jarring when you see tweets like that days and it and it does do that thing of oh it's just a show and reminding you that it's a show and i don't particularly um ascribe to that form of promotion and stuff but i can't argue that the success of it at least in the short term in the few weeks that it's been going on and the steam that it's garnered uh, it does let you know that she's going to be a really dynamic face when she gets gets that part of her personality uh, together because she's just naturally, if you follow her Twitter and her social media, she's just naturally, a, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, censor not censor, but it's you know collated life like all our social media is. But she seems like a decent human sure. being. So. My man Chill just jumped in the chat, and I kind of is talking about something I want to talk about. So you're familiar with the four pillars, correct? Uh, of, of AEW, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So anybody who's not familiar, um, AEW had a shirt design out, and they still do. And it's also weaved into the storyline about the four pillars. And basically, it's the four people they consider – homegrown or first given a big platform in AEW who they expect to build around going forward, right? So it's uh, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy, and MJF, right? And, you know, people online debate things, they talk about things, and they've kind of been like, well, I think this person should be a pillar. I think, you know, this person should be included. Like, Where's Britt Baker? Where's Ricky Starks? Um, you know, they, they've kind of gone that route. And um, I, I do think it's an interesting conversation. Like, I think, you know me, I think Mount Rushmore is stupid as an institution and as an idea and as a talking point. I'm like, I don't, the, the, I don't even like those. Why, why do you hate America, How do I want to make – how much time we got? <laughs> 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 But don't you go back? Don't you go? Don't you go? What to those uh, shithole socialist commie countries that you love so much, Cameron? 
Fuck all that. They're not gonna let me talk like this over there. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, res- I respect ahead. this part. Mm. Um, why is Care Credit starting a podcast? I absolutely do not want to listen to that. Hey, here's how much your braces cost and why you should care. No, leave me alone. Anyway, um, so Trav, I'm curious. Um, and I know you've watched to varying degrees, but the four pillars that they have, um, I'm curious to to know what you think about them at this juncture. Um, so Darby is main eventing tonight against uh, Andrade in a coffin match, right? Mm-hmm. I think this is the coffin match he finally loses. Um, what do you think about him in the last two, three years? I, I think he has been booked as close to perfect for the character he 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 portrays and everything um, than anybody on their TV in the almost three years they've existed, uh, start to start to now. Um, even though I don't like the goofy shit he does and puts his mm-hmm. body through for <laughs> nonsense reasons, uh, just the way he's presented and how he lives in that presentation and how the fans react to him and everything. I, I think he has been the most consistent uh, mm. act of the, of the four and the most open and the most consistent over. Yeah. I think so pairing him with sting is super interesting because I understand that sting's popularity, like the height of his popularity was, 96, 97, Crow Sting. I completely understand that. Mm -hmm. What I also understand is that's literally two years of a 30-year career. And when he did and said the least. And and not even his work rate, which I make fun of all the time. But, like, literally. No, literally. Just Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. But even if, (laughs) if it's the most iconic part of his career, like, you wouldn't pair somebody with Hulk Hogan because they feel like they're Hollywood. Like, you wouldn't put Miz with Hulk Hogan because of his WCW NWO run, because Hulk Hogan overall is larger than that. You know what I mean? Like, if Jensen and Briggs came to the main roster, you wouldn't put them with American Badass Undertaker. You know, like, I, I... Because, like, you know, Darby is this unique outsider underdog who doesn't necessarily fit in and is willing to put his body on the line in a way most people want to get the success. None of those things are Sting. <laughs> none, of, none of those have anything to do with Sting whatsoever. They just happen to paint their faces the same color. You know, like, okay. And it, but, and I, but it works and it keeps working. It and works. if you would have asked me, a year ago, whenever they got put together, hey, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to not just tie these two together kind of loosely because they have a similar aesthetic, you know, at least with mm. the face paint. Uh, but we're going to have them, like, even though he's, like, 23 and Sting's, like, 63, it's just going to – I'd have been like – I'm sure back then when it would happen, I probably got on these uh, airwaves, these internet uh, megahertz waves and said – this is fucking dumb. This isn't going to last. What are they thinking? And goddamn, they've sold pay-per-views and 
main and TV, you know, and main events for Dynamite on the strength of those two, and it's worked every single time. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, and again, it it somehow fits like a glove, you know. But but it's also like a significant portion of AEW's audience are people who, like TNA, did not go back to, didn't go to WWE after WWE bought WCW. You know that that is a a decent portion of the fan base, and you know. They like those things from that time period, you know. Um, so that's what it is. So, uh, what about Jungle Boy? I think, uh, you know, tag champion. I think that they are taking their time with him. I think that we're literally watching him get literally and figuratively larger as time goes on. Um, I think, yeah, he's he's. If he puts on a little more size, man, um, he's going to be he's, one he's of those. Kev- he's Kevin Durant, or has the 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 potential yeah. to be like a Kevin Durant mm-hmm. type where he's like you're like this skinny guy going that high in the draft and that da 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 yep and then here we are twelve years later and he's you know dominates the the league yeah. and he's still doing what he's doing and after injuries and all that kind of stuff so yeah hopefully like, uh and you know he can you have it's funny he's uh, like Kevin Love Kevin too Durant, and when I say that like you know Kevin Love's uncle was like a Beach Boy. Like the group, the literal, uh, the band. Yes. The crooners. Yeah. And okay. like, it has nothing to do with his popularity or success. Like, Jungle Boy's Luke Perry's kid, and I don't feel like that got him any type of in. You know what I mean? Like, that's a cool thing. Or, like, or it literally it did get him the in, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it, got, it, it put him on, but nobody who's watching him through. now is like supporting him because of that. Yeah, you know I mean, like. If it's anything, a, it's, it's the fact you can argue that they've missed that opportunity. Like, why don't they promote him more? As yeah. and granted, it's not exactly the audience that watches AEW would probably go, "Who gives a fuck? I don't care." I mean, I, I know who Luke Perry was, but <laughs> I'm not going to watch a wrestler mm-hmm. on the strength of because their dad was in it was a, in a popular show thirty years ago. Uh, you know, it's funny. My man Dre's in the chat. He said, "I never knew that." So here's how funny that is. I was talking about how the Four Pillars thing is dumb. Not as a – it's great as a sales tactic, but, like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't – the way wrestling ebbs and flows, I don't think that that's anything somebody should, like, invest in because, you know, like, there was a SmackDown 6, and they were successful to various degrees. Um, but, like, I said I was listing them all – and when I was listing them, you know, I list them like I don't call MJF MJF. I call him Max because I, I talk to him. I just say, hey, Max. I don't call Ricky Starks Ricky. I call him Rick because, like, you know, you, you talk to your friends a certain way. So when I listed well, I saw him at the pay-per-view. Name, I called him Mr. Starks. Uh, that was huh? just me. At the pay-per-view get-together, I called him Mr. Starks, but that, that was just me. You call him by his full name? Wow. Call him Sir, Sir Stark, Starkingham. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> rolled his eyes at you. Um, but no, so when I listed Jungle Boy, um, I just said Perry. And people were like, who is Perry? And I was like, Jungle Boy Jack Perry? And they were like, oh, like my bad. Like, yeah, yeah. They, they, they have separated him from that. Um, yeah. 
I think to an impressive point. Now, like you're saying, is it something they could have leaned into? For sure. Because, again, if your audience is an old WCW audience, either they or the women or men that they date were probably a part of a 90210 audience. And that's yeah. a way to, you know, it can only attract more people. Nobody's going to look at it like, you know, he's only here because his dad was the, the, the male protagonist in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And, then, and again, no shade. I like Luke Perry. But just saying, mm-hmm. it's not going to be detrimental. But, yeah, I think he's on a good trajectory. If they keep him up, and I don't even think, like, his promos have gotten better. They, they really have. Um, yeah, I think he'll be fine. Um, yeah, I think one of the first things you said was they're taking their time. and uh, Yeah, they've been slow with and him. Be, and um, because he's as, as young as he is, they, they can afford to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, okay. Sammy Guevara. Listen, I want you to be as long-winded as you can because I'm going to go make another drink really quick, but I'm listening. I'm just not sure if I would have, especially in 2019 or 2020, I'm not sure when this four pillars stuff came around he would have not been on my four pillars like he would have been the guy that got substituted for Britt Baker who I think should be like that's one of the things or she certainly is one of the acts uh, I immediately think about when I think about Dynamite or AEW certainly it's first two years um but he's fine. Um, it's not the kind of pressure I would have put on this. One of the reasons I don't like these kinds of things is because you're setting people up. Granted, you do want to make diamonds and all that kind of thing. But, yeah, you don't want to put that kind of expectation on folks or resentment from their peers. Like, who this fucking guy gets to be on the food? Who kind of pillar is he? You know, this fucking bum. I'm better than him. That That attitude that just... It's just natural with competitors that you just can't. So some schools of thought is you feed into that, like, you know, Vince McMahon and pit people against each other. Uh, uh, I, I'm not necessarily. I'm Cam. Oh, shit. Cam, for better or for worse, <laughs> knows I'm Mr. Can't we all just get along? Why can't all my friends be friends? And, you know, I'm trying to cultivate a, a – a, a, a peaceful, stress-free environment for everybody. No fucking way would I be trying to stir shit up between, uh, or not even stir shit up, stoke already like heated, you know, coals or whatever between between people or factions or whatever. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm definitely a why can't we be friends type of promoter, management style, whatever. <laughs> Right. And I'm a very much a here's why we're not friends type of person. <laughs> here's why we're not friends. Direct conflict me. with each other at times. Love it. Um so my thing is this. Um incredibly talented. Like he's You're talking about Guevara? Yeah, yeah. Incredibly talented in like so, you know, uh, my man Chris Bay did the, a lot of the motion capture for WWE 2K22. Okay, yeah. Sammy is one of those all-the-wrestling guys who could do, like, if he never wrestled again, he could do what Morrison has done to a lesser successful stint of, like, I'll be stunt guy. I'll be 
you're making a movie on YouTube, pay me $1,000 to be in it, guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just supremely athletic in a way that most people, most people aren't, let alone people who are in wrestling. Because when you really think about it, like, we, we talk about these guys who do all the flippy stuff. That is mm-hmm. such, like, when you also weigh in the, uh, the indies and different guys' sizes and what they do, that's such a small percentage of like, actual wrestlers who can do all that stuff. Like, it is still a unique talent. Um, but, yeah, he can just bust out a 630 when he needs to. The prettiest shooting star you've ever seen when he needs to. I think AEW's best moment, if you point out singular one as far as in-ring, is his cutter on Cody. It's, it's gorgeous, right? Like, he's that guy. I think um, – I told you the first thing I realized when I met Jeff Jarrett. No, I didn't hear it. Okay. So I'm somebody who was like, Jeff Jarrett has been stealing money since 1990-whatever, and Jeff (laughs) Jarrett is not this supreme wrestling talent. He's not this genius businessman. Um, How does this thing happen, right? Jeff Jarrett must be delusional. Travis, Jeff Jarrett is not delusional. Jeff Jarrett is just the most charming man to ever exist. Like, could he be lying? about his love of wrestling and what he believes and what he thinks. He could absolutely be lying about all of it. I've never met somebody so charming, like, in my whole life. Like, he just – there's a passion that he exudes for wrestling. Like, I asked him. I was like, yo, how how have you been able to do this through five decades? And he was like, no, I really love it. And he just gets this smile and it beams. And he's just like, oh, okay, that's why they've been giving you money since 80-whatever. Because That's how you convince the pay-per-view – uh, 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 distributor fucking put give you we- weekly pay per views. So how they thought you convinced them that that would work no. with that roster of talent or non roster at the time when you put the shit together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, we he got cheeks. You, we got car uh, because he dup. would drive it for a month first to show you that it works. <laughs> like he's, he's incredible. He really, really is. Um, and I say that to say this. I have never seen a a person primed for greatness with less self-awareness than Sammy Guevara. I, I think he totally lacks any type of – like, remember remember Mad No 6 with the vision cone? Yes, that people hate on that was uh, – His would be – Had some of the best seasons. Uh, <laughs> yeah. His no. would be a Cyclops optic blast. Straight line. Like Oh shit. Okay, yeah, you want that thing wide spreading across the entire yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. he I think like there's so much about it. It's it starts with it's how he cuts his hair, it's the way he chooses to smile with his tongue out, it's mm. the things that he says. Like I I was trying to explain this on Twitter and somebody was like, Well, you don't realize how many people just like love his blog. I'm like, listen, man, I, I I don't think you understand what the vlog audience is. <laughs> I don't think you know the type of people who watch that thing. Like, he, they booed him in Dallas, and he's from Houston. And, like, there's no real Dallas-Houston rivalry unless, like, y'all are friends or go to the same college. Like, mm-hmm. they were not getting down with him as a face at all. Luckily, he turned on the show. But I think that when you look at the things that he said uh, when he was, a, you know, a little bit younger, he was still a grown man, but, you know, the stuff about, the R word, 
about Sasha and Miley Cyrus, like that edgelord type stuff. When you look at just, it's just how he carries himself in general. I, I think that sometimes he forgets that, like, he thinks he's right all the time. And not enough people are telling him that he's not. Like, it, it's who they want him to be has not translated on screen just yet because I don't think he's, like, the greatest promo in the world. I think Jim Ross really did him a, a disservice by saying that uh, he reminds him of Eddie Guerrero because it's like you're only saying that because he's Mexican. Like, there's literally no Is he even? Him. Isn't he something else? Yeah. yeah. It's not, he's, they call him he's a Spanish guy. Like, he's from Houston. He's a Mexican kid. Okay, okay. But it's just like there's nothing about him, like – and even though he can do all the wrestling, like, the best thing about Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero was the smoothest wrestler ever. Like, if you were to say a guy like Ricochet reminded you of Eddie Guerrero, it'd be more apt in that the things he, he's doing flows. And, and again, Sammy's supremely athletic, but there's nothing he does like Eddie Guerrero. Absolutely nothing. Um, so, like, I think... He's my brother's age. He's my brother's age. He's almost 30. Yeah, this isn't a youth... Thing. This is a grading personality type thing. Like he'll be yeah, exactly, the same guy yeah, like, at thirty. Like they said, he said that he said that stuff when he was like twenty two, and I'm like, okay, like, and, not, and nobody was excusing it, but they were just like he was younger. I'm just like, eh, it don't jive with me. But and again, the whole this part is not his fault. So like, everybody in the chat, like, let me say the whole thing before you react to it, right? Sammy, they let Sammy get engaged on national television, right? With no build-up, no, it was already like out of nowhere kind of thing anyway. Yeah, none of that was like was his it. personality per se. Yeah. Like they didn't acknowledge that. But it was, it was a sweet moment. And I even said yeah. what was cool about it at the time was, here's a guy you don't know anything about. And the first time you get some real-life information on him, it's a very sweet moment. Him right. engage, getting engaged to a woman not involved in wrestling. Like, this is cool. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is cool. But then, like, he, you know, they announced that they've broken up, and weeks later, he's publicly dating a coworker, a very attractive coworker, right? And while he did say that him. his fiance like, wished them well, you know, because you don't know everybody's, like, personal stuff, the issue you run into is when you present your happiness as a personal moment, you do not get to present your sadness like that without criticism. Like, it's got to be one way. Your life is either private or it's not, right? So, and again, I don't give a fuck. I'm literally just saying, like, the optics are bad because if if, if people were not invo- emotionally invested in AEW, AEW would not be a success. This is true for any entertainment brand. You need the people who are emotionally invested for you to be successful. So when you present them with this sweet thing, then they all of a sudden see you doing, you know, as much PDA as possible with a coworker after you were just engaged. They are not going to respond to that the way you want them to. Can you ask them for privacy? Sure. Do you deserve privacy? Absolutely. Are you putting people in a position to where they have to adjust their emotions because you've adjusted your life Yes, you are doing that, you know? So, yeah, I just think he, he's not – his self-awareness is just lacking, man. It really, really is. And I think that 
that could prevent him from being the guy he should be three years from now. Yeah, I don't uh I don't see a ton of flaws in, in that opinion slash argument. Uh it's it that that's what it seems to be. Uh there is there does seem to be an un an an unawareness or or purposeful kind of trolling phase of one or the other. It's either yeah, oblivious or too. or you're going out of your <laughs> way to make like, even that's more yeah. gross, right? Like right. bro, like what are you doing? Yeah. Um Okay, so the last guy, a guy by the name of Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yeah. Um, what can you say? Like, they've made all the right moves with him. They put him in the ring with the right guys. Now he's giving back a little, um, doing the Triple H Batista thing with Wardlow. Um, and, you know, you've got to figure, as long as Adam Page is world champion, that Max is – on deck. You know what I mean? Like, if he ain't next, he's after that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think everything's going great for him. Uh, you know, he he has made the misstep of storyline in character talking about how good WWE is and how when it's contract time, you know, that could be a place he wants to go. So that's, you know, a bit of an issue, but I think everything that he does is or in... is it is it let me make sure as a as a heel as a genuine as a guy that's probably the only guy in in America certainly on this national level that's a pure true heel twenty four seven let me head off any any popularity any kind of you know, babyface sympathy or coolness that the audience might start because it's inevitable. How long can you hate somebody until you just like, man, this fucking guy's awesome. You know, yeah, right. Like, yeah, like he's not, he's not a drooling, violent, you know, nineteen eighties. You know, he's not a Soviet in the eighty five or Nazi in the. 50s kind of thing, you know, just one dimensional. Like, let me head off any of that. So let me let me throw this out there and make sure that dedicated hardcore part of the fan base that controls certainly uh, in a, in a lot of ways where 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 the rest of the crowd goes with their reactions. Uh, let me head that off a little bit by by praising WWE and saying. I might even go there when he mm-hmm. might not have any intentions or he might be literally doing exactly what his character is saying and just holding that like, Hey, I'll go whoever fucking pays me more. He could literally mean that, but you don't say those things because it garners a certain response and emotional reaction. He might go, Nope, that's the exact response and emotional reaction I want. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think we're getting a little bit of that. Whether it's, so- True or not, whether the feeling is genuine, I think the fact that he that he says it out loud is is strategic. So, uh, your friend Vanessa came by to watch uh, a game last week. Okay, and uh, I was watching. Did she ask Dynamite. about my? I don't believe so. Oh, goddamn it! She didn't ask about you yesterday <laughs> either, no, or Sunday. She- but anyway, um, 
So we're watching, I think we're watching like the game on the iPad. No, watching the game on the TV. And on the iPad, we're watching uh, Dynamite. And like Max is like, you know, whenever Max comes on or Rick is on, like I mute the, the show because I'm like, I got to see what the fuck they're talking about. I mute yeah. the TV if I'm watching the show. So Max is like smoking it. And I was like, yo, uh, you remember the Rosie O'Donnell show? She's like, yeah. I was like, yo, he was on there. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, he was a little, little boy. That's the first time I actually heard him saying, you are my sunshine. Because uh, like, I, I knew the clip was there, but mm-hmm. I had never, like, watched it. And he, like, oh, smoked okay. it. I was, I was like, oh, shit. So, like, I hit him. I was like, oh, you smoked that shit. Like, you smoked that shit. He was like, oh, thanks. He said, thanks. You know me. Thanks, bro. I'm like, yeah, you smoked it. Um, he's, like, I, I just sat there, and I was just reminded, like, this is somebody who could who could have done anything they wanted. Like, whatever he wanted to do, he could have done it. He's so good at this, but, like, he can, like, actually sing, like, and can clearly act and, you know, could have played somebody's small, small school football. Like, yeah, he's, he's one of those ones, right? Um, and then last night. He, uh, you know him and Sean Dean. You know Sean Dean's beating him like three times or something, right? Sean Dean. Sean Dean. Yeah. Who's that? Wow, the disrespect. I was literally like kicking it with Sean Dean at Wally Mania. Captain Sean Dean, black guy, used to be in the uh, in the army. Uh, and where's he beat MJF on what? On dynamite, he beat him by count out this last time. Like he actually snuck a pin before, but he beat him like uh, by count out. And so, Sean Dean has a shirt now that says "I beat you and you know it." Because you know Max (laughs) does the "I'm better than you and you know it." Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what Max tweeted him? What? You ain't got no bitches. I was like, yo, what am I teaching this man? <laughs> wow. Ah! And the, the funny part about it is Sean Dean's married. And I think that's the joke. But, like, yeah. He definitely hmm. told that man he ain't got no bitches. And I just, I hollered. I really did. Um, this is my biggest thing about him, right? And this is not to, to hype myself up. So I want to be very clear. I think that not only is he a student of the game, but he has the thing Kennedy didn't have. It's that I know the right people to listen to. I know the right people to shut out. I know the right people to talk to. I know who I shouldn't talk to. I know the jokes I can make. I know the jokes that I can't. I think, like, him and Sammy are on opposite ends of, like, the awareness spectrum. And, like, it's only benefited him. He says some wild shit, but nothing to the point where it's, like, this person is going to get canceled. You know what I mean? Like, he said something about Jesus at the Austin show, at the Cedar Park show. Yes, he did. (laughs) I mean, the crowd chanted, he's a Jesus guy dressed like Jesus in the crowd. I think he has, like, a supreme. I'm going to crucify him like Jesus, yeah. Yeah, he knows exactly who he's supposed to be, and it's worked out exactly like it should for him. And salute the kid, man. He's um, if I had to say in order of who's going to be the most successful in that company, um, as of right now, I would go. 
Max, Jungle Boy, Darby, Sammy. And, and I flipped Darby and Sammy. Darby and, and Jungle Boy, but. Yeah, and I, you know what? And I have them like really 2A and 2B, not even 2 and 3. Like, I'm, I'm with you for sure. I think, I think if Sammy gets his act together, like, and again, like, he's not like out there like robbing old ladies, right? But like, it's just now that they flipped him heel, I think that helps in a way that like, even though everybody didn't know the whole story, like between Matt Hardy, Edge, and Lita, they knew enough to where Edge was more successful as a heel with Lita next to him than he'd ever been as a babyface. You know? Um, mm-hmm. And that was more a life-dictating story. But with the Sammy thing, like, you still need to realize what it is you're doing and respond in kind. And last thing on your list, uh, real quick, um, was uh, shit, lost it here. It was the uh, NXT throwing everything at tag team wrestling. Oh, did we not talk about tag teams? I was talking about NXT throwing everything at the wall. What what do you mean by that? Give me just a second, I will tell you. Uh-oh, who's coming through? Is that Vanessa? Hey, Vanessa. Best hell, Vanessa. I said hello. God damn it. She ain't even asked about me. Yeah, it's very simple. NXT has 9,200 motherfuckers, and they put them all on TV, and they're trying everything with everyone. Like, Braun is in a feud with Joe Gacy and Harlan right now. Joe Gacy kidnapped Rick Steiner, then gave him back, but stole his Hall of Fame ring. Gave it back to Braun, but then pushed Braun off the stage, and then Druids surrounded and did something freaky to Braun. What? Druids? That should encapsulate kind of what I'm saying, right? But Joe Gacy is a mystic guy like that? They have Druids in his his, uh, employ or charge? Hey, man. I mean... He's he's literally like evil fraternity dude, right? So yeah. you know. They got robes. That they wear <laughs> for dumb ceremonies. Those weird uh weird homoerotic ceremonies that they're, uh, they're exactly, so famous for. Exactly. They probably mm. definitely like poke Ron in the butt a few times. With their fingers. Mm. And I mean cheeks. <laughs> I had to I had to straighten that one out real quick. That's still nasty, but yeah. <laughs> um so is it, I mean, they're throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall. What's working? What what is working that we wouldn't suspect okay. expect to work? Like okay, fucking what's his face and Trick Williams and Carmelo? Like okay, that works. Sure, the tag stuff with the women that they do. I guess it yeah, works. I think toxic attraction working for me is a bit shocking because like I don't, and this is a me thing. I don't find them particularly like interesting. Like mm-hmm. we're hot. And, like, we do mean girl stuff. Like, and it works. You know, the crowd is into them. Mandy has been, she's equated herself just fine as women's champion. Um, that's been good. Uh, the Jensen and Briggs stuff actually, like, kind of works as far as, like, them, you know, trying to get Jensen. I mean, they're trying to get Jensen laid. 
Um, but they have like a girl with them now who has beef with Electra Lopez. Um, Legato's uh, a credible tag team. Like, and then it's even worked at uh, Pretty Deadly, you know, upset the Creed brothers to kind of turn them face. But, uh, and they're like androgynous European tag team and are over. Um, Wendy Chu, that thing shouldn't work, but it really does work. Like they really, fuck, yeah. but she's also really good in the ring. Like that's the interesting thing about her. She's she the one that comes out in the pajamas. Yes, she's yeah. into the character, but they were really into her. Like they really fuck with Wendy Chu. So like that's that's cool. Um, yeah, they they you know chase you works. Uh, this thing with Indy Persia. Duke and uh, what's my serial killer man's name? Loomis? Yeah, and Loomis. Them being like odd couple double date, it works. Um, yeah. Yeah, Tony D'Angelo feuding with uh, Santos. Trav, he uh, what? They they had beef and like uh, what you call it? Uh, Santos brought his name up, so Tony saw his car parked outside. Trav, why did he put a boot on his front passenger side tire and put a damn a fish in newspaper on his hood <laughs> and got him jumped by two goons? Uh, he just got a boot hanging out that he could just lock on somebody's shit. Damn. Lock that shit up. He called them people. And put a dead fish on the hood. He was wilding out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's, it's just been like everything kind of kind of flows. It, it's, so are they just these fre- frenetic, not like, like, like dynamite, or I'm sorry, like impact at its worst when it was two hours and they would have, uh, you know, in a, in a two-hour show, you would have eight matches, but you would literally have 20 minutes worth of wrestling, shit like that. Like it's, is NXT well, getting to that they're point? Doing a better job at that. Like they had um, the cool thing that they're doing though. Like they're like, oh, longtime veteran who we don't really have anything for on the main roster. How about you come down here for two months and then make everybody look good? Because and we're talking actually about Dolph Ziggler still. The yes, the, the Dolph, yeah. the Dolph strategy because they got Natalia down there now, um, and she slapped Cora Jade around. She put Cora Jade in the sharpshooter. In Louis Vuitton high heels, mm. and it's an amazing visual, right? And then Nikita Lyons tried to get in her face uh, last night. So yeah, it's been it's been pretty pretty cool. Um, they so said, if, they sent, if they sent uh, uh, Natty down there with the specific intent to get uh, Nikita over as a you know, because at this point she's just she's still just an athletic woman that that's doing wrestling various you know, variations of wrestling moves. She doesn't seem like a wrestler yet. Like, mm. uh, she's having four to six minute matches that seem to be entirely uh, plotted out, uh, uh, plotted out from, you know, beforehand, which, you know, some people need to work like that, but I don't think mm. she could improvise. I don't think she's at the point. Sucks that she's on TV in front of so many people at that point, but that's just the nature of the beast these days. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they sent Natty down there to make her a better worker, get her over 
because she's already over in the personality department and the presentation department, uh, at least to a certain extent. Um, but she just has to learn how to wrestle, not just do wrestling moves and and be good at doing wrestling moves. I want to make sure she, I state that like she does the moves fine. It's just, you know, she ain't put it all together yet. And it's, you know, I don't think she's been wrestling yeah. for a year, so it's not the biggest shock. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I think they're doing. I think they're doing Lash, Nikita, uh, Nikita two next week. So the timeline's going to be like if King Luster is still in here, he's going to be in there while out. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're making waves. Um, real quick, I, I just want to say like, uh, starting with FTR and the Briscoes, FTR Bucks. Uh, what they were doing in NXT with uh, Cree Brothers, with MSK, uh, with GYV, with Imperium, with uh, main roster with Street Profits, RK Bro, Usos, uh, Alpha Academy. With all those teams going hard right now, it's mm-hmm. one of the best months of tag team wrestling across the board I've ever seen. It's amazing right now. Um you know, and I think I think FTR probably deserves the most credit for putting on these great mm-hmm. matches. I didn't mm-hmm. realize like I knew the Briscoes were good, and then I saw them at Impact, and I was like, oh, oh, this is why they don't have to have teeth, and they can wear, uh, <laughs> you know, stars and bars, and Man. you know they can, you know, speak in the most broken, broken English you've ever heard because they get in the ring and do that. Oh, okay. Um, I, I I saw a picture of them. I think it was like an Easter. Hey, you know, with the ninety four kids. So are they like one of those like those owning them owning owning them Christians? Like sort of like Catholic yeah, are. Know. Like if you I if saw, you bust, I saw it. it better be inside men, your wife and and spill no seed. I was like, God damn, how many fucking children these motherfuckers got between the two of them? Like I hope <laughs> I hope. Some of those children are from outside relationships. Nieces and nephews. Because I want those moms to have their own lives. (laughs) Like, yo. (laughs) If those are all your kids, like you saw the lady on the timeline, right? Do I need to send you that tweet, Trav? I don't don't remember seeing anything about a bunch of kids. She's, okay. She's been pregnant every year from 01 to 2012. And I looked at her. I literally said... That thing got to lock you up like Rebus Island because she must have it, Jack. Mm. You can look at it and see. Mm. Somebody said, I know she feel like a, uh, like a, like a warm electric blanket <laughs> on, a summer, on a winter night. I said, yo. I, I, hey, you going to take one look at it and be like, you know what? I bet that motherfucker is fine. Yeah, check your phone. Jesus Christ. But anyway, yeah, I hope that... Uh, I hope those women, uh, that th- those twenty-five kids aren't thirteen and twelve between them, because I want them to have some. Fun. Oh, I didn't. Get, all I saw was bro, this is wild, and I didn't understand. Yeah, they're gonna keep Wait, coming. That's the mom. That's the mama. Damn. Yo, I'm digging them hip dips. Respectfully, I know she got that Yank Williams. I know it. <laughs> All right, let's take a goddamn call. This man's been holding on for an hour and a half. 
Kylan, uh, you're probably gonna be the only call of of the show. Sorry, Boris, who just jumped on, but you ain't you ain't work hard enough for it this week. Uh, uh, Kylan, uh, what you what you got for us, bro? What up? Hey, uh, Cam, thanks for the factoid that you taught us earlier today. Because believe it or not, I did not know that Kevin Love was related to Mike Love of the Beach Boy. It's facts. I, I taught you a thing? Wow. Okay. <laughs> About, like, you right. know, some some shit from the 60s and 70s even. Like, what the fuck? About a personality yeah, from that, back then. He's yeah, the one that's is, on it. Kylan's, Kylan's not saying that he took my word for it. Kylan's saying that I said it and then he Googled it. <laughs> I still appreciate you, Kylan. <laughs> My mom is sitting here. She can confirm that I did not, in fact, <laughs> Google it. Okay. I, be, I, I trust Mrs. Furlow, so I, I'm rocking with you. Not this Would time, you? he did. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you, ma'am. Thank you. What's all your Save to you. Uh, we saw you mind this week. Uh, and Kyle. don't Google Yank Williams, please. Just leave that alone, <laughs> man. Leave that alone. Knowing you too, I, I already have somewhat of an idea <laughs> of what a Yank Williams is, but I'm not going to say it on here. Oh, man. Go ahead, man. Bring some wholesomeness back. Ask your question. <laughs> so. My question is in regards to Tony Khan's big announcement, which we will be getting within the next few minutes, probably. Since Tony Khan has apparently been granted permission by... Warner Discovery to negotiate a TV deal for Ring of Honor outside of Warner Discovery purview. Mm-hmm. If if the announcement is a Ring of Honor TV deal and Ring of Honor is not placed on TNT, TBS, or True TV. Where do you believe Ring of Honor will go? Man, not knowing his personal connections and business connections, that's just, it would obviously be all pure speculation on, I I would have to assume both of our uh, parts. And also, the you know, dozens, maybe hundreds, uh, certainly dozens of options. That they're not all options, but the dozens and dozens of places and platforms and channels and various streaming sites and and shit that they be on. Who knows? I I don't have enough of a uh, insider knowledge of who what what person that. Uh, Paramount or, you know, that Tony's kind of buds with that might 
want a pet project and go in on go in half on the thing, you know, an idea for wrestling. Couldn't couldn't tell you, Kylan. Do you have any idea, any any guess? I guess it really would be, uh, or or where would they fit? Where would Ring of Honor just naturally fit? Cam, let's see. Be- well, not, I was asking it. Cam. You asked us. So I'm asking Cam. Yeah, they're gonna put them on a Game Boy Color. <laughs> no, no, no. Genuinely, I, what I wonder, um, and I, I almost asked somebody, but I realized they're about to like work. Uh, I have no idea how Turner feels about Rampage doing five hundred thousand on average on a Friday night, but I don't know, right? I have an idea that they are very that they enjoy it very much. <laughs> like, if, yeah, yeah. So my thing is like production costs would be low because you just run, you know, whenever you do dark or dark elevation, you just do some Ring of Honor shit, right? Um, by the way, Trav, my first time ever watching Dalton Castle wrestle, even though I've had a Dalton Castle shirt for how many years. Was Friday night. Um, oh, really? Did he do good? I know he's yeah. uh, coming off. Not, it was good. He's, yeah, he's good. While, I know but... he's coming off injury, but yeah. yeah. And then Gresham was good. It was good. Um, cool. Again, watching he's, my, he's one of my favorites for a while, like 2016. Yeah. I was really into him. Watching Gresham is really interesting because, like, I understand how tall you are does not affect how you fight. I 100% understand that, right? Mm-hmm. He is like it almost jumps off screen how not tall he is, right? But he's also a damn brick. Like, he's huge, Gresham is. And so it'll be interesting how they present him, like, on television if they get – because whatever deal they get, it's going to be more people than have ever watched them on fucking 2 a.m. on the same channel. You're about to watch your infomercials like it's typically with ROH, right? So, yeah, Man, they had a run chance. on like Axis or, or something like a. Yeah, again, they yeah, had again, Game Boy stretches Color. where they were on semi decent networks yeah. or, or or broadcasts. Yeah. But but I don't think it'll ahead. hurt the show. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. It's just like dynamically, it, it's different to have your world champion be noticeably smaller than the rest of your roster. But he's he's really really good, so I don't think that's gonna hurt. Um. I would say, like, looking at, like, a true TV is a great idea of where they'll probably end up uh, because you feel like it'll still be under that umbrella. Um, you're bringing Samoa Joe. Uh, like, their three champions are Gresham, Joe, and Yuta, right? So you're bringing Samoa Joe into whatever platform, and it's going to be easy for Tony to say, look, I could have Samoa Joe doing numbers on Impact or Rampage right now, but I want to build a new thing, and here's a super recognizable name we can jump off with, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, yeah, I, I think, like, True TV, thinking about, you know, how they do the NCAA tournament and all that, is probably the most reliable place they'll be. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like Trav says, where ROH is something that, you know, I'm sorry, that Rampage is something that TNT likes. Hell, all they're going to do is show the movies you really liked five years ago anyway. So why not throw that on one night? Especially when you're not involved in production costs because they can literally run that the same night that they run AEW as far as them actually producing the show. And if TNT is satisfied and 
for, you know, 10 o'clock Eastern Friday show that gets half a million viewers consistently every week, 52 damn times a year, uh, True TV certainly would would be okay with uh, 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 two-thirds of that, if not maybe All even matching that. Jokers and that one show with that one guy going to that one place. They would right. love it. Right. <laughs> I, know exactly I, I literally just made that up, but I also think yeah. I'm right. No, no, that's yeah, no, that's totally a, a real, real thing they've got going on. Over there. Or certainly have had uh, in the past. Yeah, that show on USA with the uh, with the black guy and the white guy who like live in the woods for like ten days, but it's only ten days because the black guy has to go home to his wife and she don't like him playing outside all day. <laughs> I like that show. That was fun. Mm. I was like, I like this black yeah. guy, white guy survival show. This is fun. Yeah, you got a Rich got a couple people on to Rat in the Kitchen that was on after Dynamite one night and and they carried over into the VIP where he was reacting to shit like while we were recording and it was we was invested in the in the storyline of that episode. Like apparently there's, you know, cooking show but somebody's there sabotaging shit and uh, you know, putting putting egg whites in where stuff shouldn't be or turning down the heat and doing all kinds of, it, it was pretty exciting. The, the, the one episode we did uh, react to, but uh, yeah. Okay. So I think, I think that wraps it up for us this week. I certainly uh, got to go and do those other podcast responsibilities. I was talking about earlier. Um, yeah. We'll be back next week. No, we won't. <laughs> we'll be back in three weeks. He's like, no, I'm talking about like May 11th, I think. Uh, check yeah. the uh, east, check the site eastcoastcast.com. I have uh, the next two or three shows uh, all listed, uh, so keep up with that. Put it on your calendar and those kinds of things. Uh, Rich and I'll be by uh, for VIP. So uh, once you've done this, click over and, and give us a, give us a listen. Um, yeah, that's all I got. So yeah. For Cam, I'm Trav. Uh, We out of here.